You don't need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer with big design, small budget. Here's your host, Betsy Helmuth. Hi everybody, it's Betsy Helmuth with Big Design Small Budget. Thank you so much for joining me. Today we are talking renter realities. Are you a renter? I'm a renter, there's no shame. Renter realities. We face a lot of dilemmas that homeowners don't. Let's talk about it today. First things first, let's start with my awesome tip of the day. Let's just kick it off with a value bomb. My awesome tip of the day is that if you rent and say you're moving into somebody's space, you know, even when they move their stuff out, their energy lingers. I highly recommend doing something that's a little um, unusual. Uh, I recommend burning sage because it's known back in eons and eons of years ago that by burning sage, you clear the air of what was there before in terms of energy. So what you do is you go to a bodega or a grocery store, you take a bundle of fresh sage, you turn it upside down, tie a little string around it and hang it somewhere until it's totally dry, and then you light it on fire. Uh, then you blow the fire out so it's just embers, smoking embers, and you carry it with you all around the house. Every closet, every cupboard, you just let the smoke fill the air and cleanse the space. I know what you're thinking. Airy fairy, what's up with this? When did Betsy become a pagan? I know, I know, but you know what I say? I don't know if I believe in the supernatural or any of these things, but why not give it a try? Why not? What have we got to lose but $3.99 on a bundle of sage? So I'll tell you a story. So years ago, when I was just started designing, I had this client who had just broken up with his girlfriend. And he was a renter, but she had just moved out of the space, and now he was claiming it as his own. And when I went to visit him, he wanted me to give him a fresh start. He's like, I need to erase the energy that was here from when she lived with me. But all over his walls, he had hung love letters that she had written to him all around his bed. It was like some kind of unusual shrine. I actually felt a little uncomfortable. Uh, it was everywhere. She was everywhere. Uh, pictures, you know. And so first things first, you have to get rid of that stuff. But next thing next, you got to burn some sage. So the next time I met with him, I brought him some sage. I downloaded the instructions from the internet. You can too. And now he has a cleansed space. So I highly recommend any new space you move into, sage. All right. So now that you've heard my pagan tip of the day, let's segue to my first caller. Tell me about it, Jessica. Hi, Betsy. My name is Jessica, and I'm one of your former students. I use your book as an interior design Bible, but I'm still a bit stuck on floor plans. Do you have any suggestions on how to create simple ones digitally? Also, do you think a room can realistically be designed in one month? My turnaround time for designing and executing a design plan is almost as long as my lease. <laughs> very long I know I'd like to cut that time down to one month am I being overzealous do you have tips on how to shorten and or navigate my design turnaround Jessica those are great questions and thanks for being a fan thanks for reading my book I know it's amazing thanks uh, so first things first I like to create floor plans using homestyler.com I pretty much just do it in my free time for fun because it is so quick so easy to use you just drag and drop it's really cool so check it out and it's free I love that next part of your question let's get to it 
Yes, you do have unrealistic expectations. I'm gonna keep it real. Now here is how I see it, and uh, I'm right, because I've designed over a thousand apartments. Okay, so if you have a really small budget, let's say you have a super tight budget like I had for so many years when I lived in New York, so many years. Like I decorated exclusively at the 99 cent store and I'm not even lying. You can find great stuff there, but that's another show. Okay, so if you have a super tight budget and basically you're reusing everything that you already have and you're just gonna pick up some 99 cent store, amazing, wonderful accoutrement, then I recommend you just take a week off work and do your whole apartment in a week. Because basically you're scrapping, you're going to Ikea on the bus, you're taking it all home. You can make it happen as long as you have the time. So if you're on a super tight budget, you should be designing your place in one week. That's right. Because then you can set it and forget it for the rest of the time that you're there. Now, I no longer shop at the 99 cent store for my home decor. I do that for other things. I definitely shop at the 99 cent store still for toilet paper, paper towels. Anyway, TMI, we'll save that for later. Uh, but now I have a moderate budget, right? So now I have a little bit more money to spend. I might be buying something at West Elm. Oh my goodness, that feels like I'm dropping a lot comparatively. If you have a medium budget, what I would recommend is that you'd give yourself a two-month timeline. The first week is you deciding what you wanna buy and creating a strategy after you put your things in there. So I recommend having a complete list of everything you're gonna buy. I don't buy one piece at a time. I don't pick my dining table and then wait a few days and pick the rug and then wait a few days and pick the lamp. No, I pick everything all at once because if you change the side table, it changes the lamp. And also it can be easy to have your vision get muddied or for you not to feel clear if you don't just pound it out. So one list of everything that you're gonna buy, even if you don't buy it right then. Then of course you execute it well, buy, 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 and it takes two weeks for everything to arrive. Now that's best case scenario, right? Worst case scenario, we're talking three weeks, I don't buy anything custom order, unless it's just something you love and you know, there goes your timeline, Jessica. So everything arrives in three weeks. Right now we're already at a month. Then you have to call the handyman. Then you have to put it all together. Something is inevitably damaged. Something needs to be returned because it's not quite right. That is two more weeks. So that is a month and a half. And that's being very aggressive and optimistic. Two months, you need two months. But don't go past that. Otherwise you lose momentum, just like you were saying, where basically you decorate for the whole term of your lease, which is not okay. Because my whole goal, even though other designers feel differently, is I like to set it and forget it. I design my place and then I'm done. I don't keep buying throw pillows. I don't change out my drapes. It's done. Now, the third budget range is somebody who has a really high budget, right? Somebody who sky's the limit. Well, I'll be there someday, Jessica. And that's just when you throw some money at the problem. You hire someone to design everything for you. Uh, if you have a moderate budget, you can hire me. But if you have a super high end budget, you just hire a big designer. But with a big designer, do you know what happens? Your timeline stretches out so long. It can take six months or six years to design your place, and you shouldn't be hiring a big name designer if you rent, because it's probably not gonna be worth it for you. You're probably not gonna be there that long. So stick with my scenario one, tight budget, or scenario two, moderate budget, and of course, I'm always on speed dial for you, Jessica. Call me, I can help you design your space. So our next question comes from Katie. Let's hear about it. Hi, my name is Katie. As a new renter and not wanting to spend too much money on an apartment we don't own, where should we spend our dollars in terms of design and how much of a budget for the design should we put into a rental? Hmm, 
Katie, that is not an easy question. That's why you're calling. That's why you're calling. So with this one, you have to dig deep because I can't see your financial report. I'm not your accountant. Let's dig deep. Let's talk about how much you should be spending. You have to ask yourself some questions. Do I have messy kids? Do I have messy pets? I want to spend less. How long am I going to be in this rental? Am I going to be there one year? Am I going to be there six years? You know, that would affect how much I'd want to spend because you may not be able to take the things with you when you move. The other thing you want to think about is your taste level because Katie, if you are used to restoration hardware and I give you Ikea, you're going to be unhappy. So think about what you like in terms of like, what do you wear? Do you wear H&M or do you wear J. Crew? You know, I don't even know expensive labels. Listen to me. I am a moderately priced gal. Macy's. What? What? So, uh, yeah. Neven Marcus. Is that a high one? Lord and Taylor. So if you like those higher end shops, you are not going to like a cheap sofa. I can, I can read your mind right now. So you want to think about that. Like, what do I like to live with in general? Because then you should have some nice pieces. You should step it up. But if you're a Macy's girl like me, we can mix and match. A little Ikea, a little Target, a little Crate and Barrel. So that kind of depends on you and how much you make and how long you want to be in your space. The other thing is like how much are you going to entertain because then things will get a lot of wear and tear but simultaneously you want it to look nice. There's all sorts of variables to keep in mind and I do have a budget quiz, chapter one of my book, Big Design, Small Budget. So you can always take that quiz and I'll tell you exactly how much to spend. Isn't that nice? I know. So quick, so easy. But let's talk about what you should be spending your money on once you've determined your budget. The things that you can splurge on when you're a renter because you know you're going to get longevity out of them. The first thing is bedroom furniture. Especially if you have a queen size bed, which I hope you all have, queen or king, right? No twins or foals unless you're in college or at summer camp. So if you have a queen or a king, you can really spend money on a nice bed. And the reason is because a bed will always go with you. You're not going to spill your Cheetos on the bed. You're not going to um, have your kids running their scooter into your bed or coloring on your bed. So it's a nice place to invest some money because it doesn't get a ton of wear and tear and you can most likely take it with you to your next space. What space can't accommodate a bed, right? So the next thing to keep in mind in terms of spending money is that a standard sofa could really go with you. And by standard, I mean just one long sofa, not a sectional that's 80 to 90 inches long. That is going to go with you. I don't care where you move. I don't care how you move. You're going to get multi-space uses out of that. However, a sectional is really tough when you move. So as a renter, I do not recommend investing in a sectional unless you're going to be there a long time or unless you find one that's very affordable, which is an oxymoron, affordable sectional. There's only one at Ikea, the Ektorp. It's amazing. Okay, so those are two things that I think you could spend a little bit of money on and get longevity with. Things that you shouldn't spend money on, window treatments. They're really specific to that space, so do something that's affordable. Something you shouldn't spend money on, paint. So I know you say, paint, paint, how much does that cost? There are really nice quality paints, and they do cost more, but you do get a lot more longevity out of them in terms of color saturation and wear and tear, but you should not be doing that if you're going to live there under five years because it's not worth the gallon price. So that's just a few things that I would recommend. Hopefully that gives you a starting point. Look at those bank statements. Tell me how it's working out for you. Do the math. And I hope you come up with a great budget. Thanks, Katie. Design. TMI. All right, guys. Now it's time for the 
ever exciting, ever revealing design TMI. This is the part of the show where I tell you something that is um, little known about my personal design life. So as a renter myself, when I moved into my current space in Park Slope, I thought I was going to be there six months to 12 months. We did not think that we were going to be there for a long time. We thought maybe we'd move to the West Coast for my husband's job. And so we moved in with nothing. We were newlyweds. He had junk. I had a studio. None of it was going to work. We started from scratch. I gave myself a budget of $4,000 for a two-bedroom apartment. What does that mean? That means that I bought stuff from Ikea, stuff from Overstock, stuff from Target. Basically, I didn't spend a lot of money on any of these pieces thinking that they would never go to the West Coast with us, that they would just be for here and then be on Craigslist, right? Five years later, we're in that same apartment and I live with that same Overstock rug, that same Ikea sofa, the same Ikea bookcase, the same Target side table. I'm less enchanted, less enchanted. So I find myself switching them out because I'm over it. And also a lot of those pieces that are more affordable don't have a lot of longevity to them. So something that I find with my clients and I certainly found with myself is that you tend to stay longer than you think you're going to in a rental because moving is a pain in the butt. And it's really hard to get all your ducks in a row to actually get out. So add a little bit to your budget. If you're thinking you're going to be one to two years in your space, it's probably two to four. Let's keep it real. I thought six months. It's looking like six years. So spend a little more, pad that budget a little more renters because you're probably going to be there a little bit longer. Thanks so much for listening. If you have some questions, feel free to email me. You can reach me at Betsy at affordableinteriordesign.com. Of course, you can find me on Big Design Small Budget Podcast Facebook page. And you can always reach me at affordableinteriordesign.com. Thanks so much for listening and go forth and design, renters.
Like. 